Yes, and I'm seeing you right now. So we're so happy you're here with us this morning. Welcome to Linden Alliance. Welcome to our, uh, our family online. We'll say welcome home. We are so, so happy you're here. And if you're watching online and you planning to come to the Republic of Linden, make sure you stop by and say hi. We want to see your face. We want to see your mask. We want to see you. We, we want to see you. We want to uh, come in, in here. We want to pray for you. So we're really looking forward to see you. Do you know it's been a year? It's been a year since we started our online services because of COVID. Um, last year, we, everything changed. Remember on a Thursday, school say no more school. The kids were, yes, no more school. You know, like, this is awesome. And then they didn't expect it would be that long. And we said, well, maybe um, on, on March 7, last year, we have our, our last in-person service with no restrictions. They were like, every, like, something is going on. We hear something going on. But next week, everything changed. And since then, we've been through this process. And we go from ups and down. We like it, don't like it. We, we say a lot of stuff. But through all of this, we ha- can say, we have to say, God has been faithful. God has been good. Do you say amen to that? God has been with, that, with us through this whole process. And we are so happy to see new faces. We're so happy that, that through this year, we can connect with people from all around the world. And, and, and from Linden, Agme, Three Hills, and everywhere. So we have to say thank you for coming. We're so glad that you're here. That's my intro. Um, we're going to start a new series. We, um, we, we, I want to call it Encounters with Jesus. And we're going to go all the way here until Easter with people that have an encounter with Jesus and their life changed. I'm assuming that you and I, in one point, we have this encounter with Jesus and our life changed. And I remember one time my son asking me, how you become a Christian? Uh, how this is? Oh, man, I have to tell you this. One day, Jesus came to my life, encountered me in my mess, and voila, here I am. I'm still a mess, but here I am. I, I met Jesus. And today, I really want to start with a very, very popular Bible verse in, in John 4, chapter, John 4, verse 7 to 10. I'm excited, so if I messed it up with my English, you love me, right? So, <laughs> so John 4, verse 7, verse 10. This is the woman in the well. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water And Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciple had gone into the village to buy some food at AG. No, I I add that part. (laughs) The woman was surprised for the Jews refused to have anything to do with the Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you're a Jew. And I'm a Samaritan woman. Why, why are you asking me for a drink? Why? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who are you speaking to, you will ask me and I will give you living water. 
Father, just speak to us this morning. And I pray that today we can have this encounter with you. Speak to us, and I pray you can lead us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If I say to you, a Samaritan woman, what it comes to your mind? Because it's very interesting. The story is as soon as Samaritan woman, it's not even a name. It's not like, uh, I, I want to say Spanish, Marcella. It's not like Mandy. It's not like, sorry, honey, I say your name. It's not like, it's not like, it's a Samaritan woman. And maybe for you and I, we're like, yeah, that's, you know, she's from Samaria, you know, like, not big deal, you know, like, it's okay. But for Jesus' time, this was a huge, huge deal. A huge deal. For you and I, it might mean nothing. But for this Samaritan woman, actually speaking to Jesus, and Jesus talking to her, it was a big deal. This will never will happen. And it is, you have to understand the Jews don't like Samaritans. They don't get along. They think they're the worst of the worst. And, and it makes sense when you read the, the Jesus, they ask Jesus, you know, how can summary the line? Jesus love your neighbor, love God with all your soul. And Luke 10, look, with all your soul, all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. And, and the Pharisees come and say, who is my neighbor? And Jesus say, I, gonna, I want to tell you a story about the good Samaritan. And like, there is such a thing like a good Samaritan? And Jesus is really testing them. There's not a good Samaritan. All Samaritans are bad. They, we, we don't like those guys. And Samaria was, a, was the name of the province. It was separated from Judea and Galilee. So it's kind of like giving an idea. It's like Agni and Three Hills. And in order to go to Three Hills, you had to go to Swalwell and, and go Highway 9. And then you avoid Linden. Because the people in Linden, no, we don't want to go through there. Linden is dangerous. Plus, we don't like the people from Linden. See what, and so most of the people from Acme <laughs> or from J Jerusalem will go around and never through because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. We don't want to deal with these people. Does that make sense to you? So Jesus said, you know what? We're going to go to Galilee, but we're going to go through Samaria. I have to go there. Disciples, like, they couldn't get why he's saying this. And also, it's like, it's dangerous. Where I'm from, um, there's, I'm from Chile. If you're watching online, I'm not Canadian. I, that's why I have an accent. And, really. <laughs> and, 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 and there's some parts in my city that you're not going to go there because it's just dangerous. They say, if you go there, you have to walk backwards so people think you're living. <laughs> 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 so, 
So people, if you, you go over there, something bad is going to happen to you. It's expected. They're going to steal. You might, uh, you might get robbed. Something will happen. And this is Samaria. We don't want to go there. Plus we're, you. we're too good for them. So Jesus was there. Samaritans, they were a mixed race from the Jews. I'm not going to go into the whole history here, but Samaritans believe in what we call the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. They didn't believe in the prophetic books. So all the prophecies, they, come, they, they didn't believe that they will not recognize. They will recognize the first five books of the Bible. And I give you this because this is the conversation they have in Jesus and this woman. They're not talking about the prophecy. And Jesus talking, but she, she didn't get it. Uh, probably a, a Jewish woman, she will get the conversation, what he, he's referring. But she didn't understand what, what is this living water, what it does mean. So the Bible tells us in, in John 7, another important thing. She's from Samaria. But also, she go to this well to get water. Normally, there's two times the people, and this, and this is was the job of the, of the women's at the time. And normally, when they go, they will go in the morning or at the evening, so it's not too hot. And they will say a little bit like, uh, like a tent, something you can rest there. And Jesus come there and sit down. And engage in a conversation with this woman. And, and you're thinking, yeah, to talk is not a bad thing. Yes. Have you ever man say, don't talk to that person? You ended up talking to that person. And you, and, and you try to, like, that's like people, why are you talking to that woman? You shouldn't. And Jesus is there. And the other thing, she go at noon. That was a very rare practice. And she chose, there's a reason she go to, to go at noon because after in this Bible verse we'll see that she had problems. There's a stuff, have you ever been to a place you, you don't want to talk about stuff and so you avoid, you avoid people because I don't want to talk about this topic. So, for example, when I go to my family, we talk about everything, but not this topic, because we're going to start to talk about sensitive stuff, and I don't want to get angry at you. I, I don't want to fight. So we avoid. So um, have you ever been or done this? I have done uh, You want to come to this event, whatever event, and you say, um, yeah, who, who's going to go? Uh, they say, um, no, everyone, but um, who is everyone? And they say, oh, oh Paki will be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear that online, he said, yeah. <laughs> and and Paki was there and said, oh, you know what? I feel sick. <laughs> I don't want to go. So we avoid. 
And this woman is actually avoiding a bad topic. I don't want to feel, people are pointing stuff to me. I don't want to feel condemned. You're always showing this stuff to me. I don't want to feel this stuff anymore. So the best way to avoid all this stuff, I'm going to go at noon. So another regular day for her at noon with the heat. Probably uncomfortable to walk over there and get this water. And when she gets there another regular day, avoiding people, there's a one guy there. And the conversation starts. Hey, do, can you give me a drink? And Jesus started this conversation. And he's like, why are you talking to me? And that's why Jesus said, if you only knew to who you're talking to. But she didn't know. So in verse 10, to 19, they engage in this conversation and say, and Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift that God has for you and who you are speaking to, you will ask me and I will give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket. That's common sense, right? She said, and, it's, and this well is very deep. Where will you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestors, Jacob, who give us this well? How can you offer him better water that he and his sons and his animals enjoy? Remember, this going back to the first five books of the Bibles, right? And she's trying to get in this discussion, like, let's, let's talk. I'm Samaritan, so I believe this. And Jesus didn't engage there. And um, in verse 13, say, Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water that I give will never be thirsty again. And it become afresh. Oh, this is a hard one for me. Bubble bling. <laughs> See, there are those pop that come. I, I can never say it. I call it bubble, bubble bling. And my kids just laugh at me. Well, now the Bible is making it hard to me again. Bubble is praying with them. Give them eternal life. The woman say, please, sir. The woman say, give me this water. They are not, I will never be thirsty again. And I won't have to come here. To get water. Why? Because it's awkward. I don't, I don't want to deal with this. And Jesus said, cool. <laughs> Go and get your husband. Jesus told her, I don't have a husband. The woman replied. Imply you will be at that point. Awkward. This is getting awkward. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband, for you have had five husbands, and you're not even married to the men you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. And the woman say, you must be a prophet. And then the, the conversation changed. Jesus went beyond this encounter. 
This is an encounter that is starting to change her life. This water, it will change her life forever. You know, one time I was playing soccer. I'm a little chubby. I don't know if you can tell. And I was running. I'm like doing my best. And I felt like I, I, I'm dry. I need to go with some water. You know, my, my throat was on fire. I don't know. If, if you're a sporty guy, like probably you never experienced this. I'm not. So I experienced this. At, at the first 30 seconds, I'm starting to run. So I'm there and like, I need water. And when I go to that fountain, I'm, oh, it's just refreshed. But it, like Jesus said, it's only for a couple minutes. And then guess what? I need water again. And Jesus is saying, you know, what I have to offer you is so much bigger. What I have to offer you is, is salvation. It's something that you will never be thirst again. And the woman probably understood what he's meaning. The good part, Jesus said this husband issues. But he didn't say, if you read in the text, well, let's unpack more about this five husband. Because we have to stop there. Looks like for Jesus, yes, you confess that, now let's move on. Is you know what the problem with us? That we get stuck. And that was the problem with this woman. Every day going at noon to this well, she's stuck. And Jesus saying, you know what? I'm giving you something. You will never be stuck again. You will never feel that condemnation again. You will never feel this way. And the woman said, yes, I, I want this water. And they have this conversation. She said, yeah, and I would want to receive it. But wait a minute. Now you want me to go and worship with the Jews over there to Jerusalem because we Samaritans, we don't worship there. And Jesus is like, oh, you, you, you don't get it. It's not about a place. It's not about a place. It's not about a building. It's not about a meeting that today at 1030 we start this worship. No, when, when you become a true worshiper, when you drink this water, you will learn to worship in the spirit. And the truth, that's what God is looking. Wow, that's a big change. You have to understand in the context of this moment, this is our big, big issues. John uh, 4.24, continue. For God is a spirit, so those who worship him must worship in the spirit, like I say, in the truth. And the women say, <laughs> okay, uh, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything, everything to us. So all this problem that we're having, he will explain it. And I love this part. Then Jesus 
told her, I am the Messiah. I don't know. But to me, that is a big deal. Because at to this point in the book of John, John described that Jesus only talked to a few people and he didn't uh, declare he was the Messiah to the public. And look who he chose to say to the first time that he is the Messiah. It's not a Jewish, the one who had it all figured it out. They think they're better to everyone. It's this Samaritan woman. And then here we are. It's like, can God, can I have, I don't know if you've been here, but you maybe ask, can I have an encounter with Jesus? And you say, you know what? I don't have my life figured out. I'm really unqualified for this. I, I don't have my life. My life is a mess. Can I really have this? And uh, yes. Because Jesus has shown a love and a passion for unqualified people, for people that are living in a mess. I remember the first time, and I can really understand in a sense what she's going through. This con- the feeling of condemnation. Because in my personal life, when I had my encounter with Jesus, I, I have told you my story many times, but I, I go into this, I, my, my life is a mess, and I go to the church, and they play music, and all this and all that, but I'm, I, when I'm there, what I feel, people say, look, look at him. It's like going to the well. Oh, how, look at him. Yeah, it's not this guy doing drugs or something. I heard he broke into this. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. You know what is best? He's the son of the pastor. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm there. And I can hear everyone's conversation. So I'm trying to look forward and kind of figure it out. You're never going to be like us because we had it all figured out. And I'm like, no, I better leave. And at one point, I feel Jesus calling me. And I said, come. And I, I don't know, but all the sudden I'm in the front crying like a baby, like a good baby because, <laughs> you know, I'm crying there like a baby. And Jesus just surrounded me with his love and forgiveness and said, drink my water. And that living water is his presence, his, his Holy Spirit. Drink this water and, and you will never be. And I'm just, just drinking this water and having all this by people like, mm, he's going to last a week. He's going to ba- go back. And this is our nature. But there's time that you and I, if you watch him for the first time, you say, like, my life is a mess. Can I really, Jesus, work in my life? Yes, Jesus can work in your life. Because he's not looking your mess. He's looking you how much you are worth. You look in your life. You know, in Isaiah 61, 7, I want to finish with this. 
He's talking about Jesus. His prophecies about Jesus. And then verse 7 says this. <coughs> and stay, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And it stands, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. So you will inherit a double portion in your land. And every lasting joy will be yours. Instead of depression, you will receive joy. And instead of humiliation, people coming to you, you will be free. Instead of addiction, I will make you free. And this is the Jesus, and this is that we serve, and this is the church we need to be. A church that we, when people come to the well of the church, the widow are like, look at that guy, how he's here. Well, the Bible say, and all this and all that. Well, you're here because we recognize that we need a Savior, that we need Jesus in our life, that we still don't have our life figured out, and we walk and we walk. And guess what? There's time even in a walk with God that we need a re-encounter with Jesus because we get thirsty. You know, and I was thinking of this. You know, it's been a year of all this stuff. It's been a year. You know, there's been time that as we're going through this, we're going through a dry season, and we're like, God, are you really there? Because you say I will never be thirsty again. <laughs> but here I am. I'm thirsty. <laughs> Actually, I am thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. You say, Jorge, you have my presence in you. Just go there. And I want to encourage you this, two things. The woman and the well changed after this encounter. She went back. So excited. After when the service is done, I'm going to post in the, in the Linden Alliance Facebook page. If you have Facebook, you will see it. I'm going to post a link from The Chosen. There's a, this, this part, this dialogue coming. Oh, man, I was crying when I saw this. It's so awesome. You should watch it. Put a comment there. Share it with someone. I'm gonna put, I, the reason I'm not showing it right now for copyright. <laughs> we cannot show it. But, but I will put it there so you can see it. And I'm there. And there's two things. The, the woman, after have this encounter with Jesus, the Jesus, disciple come like, who's Jesus talking to? And Jesus is just screaming and saying, he told me everything. And she go back to Samaria to talk about Jesus. When we have an encounter with Jesus, we have this deep desire to share his good news. It's not something that we want to keep to ourselves. So therefore, we go and announce, Jesus loved me. Jesus loved me. And it sounds, we sound like we repeat this, like a church thing. Oh, yeah, Jesus loved me. But I wanted to tell you, Jesus love you. 
<laughs> but Pastor Jorge, oh Jorge, oh hey, you guy, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't know how my family is. You know how I'm struggling in my marriage. You don't know how I'm struggling with my kids. You don't know the decision that I made. And probably today I'm going to go home. I'm going to fail again. You don't know anything how I'm struggling. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. But nobody cares about me. My life is not worth it. I just want to die. I'm just done. I'm just done. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Just come to the well. It's not the well of shame anymore for her. This is the well when I met Jesus. This is the well with everything changed. Before the well was, this is the well of condemnation. I had to figure it out a time because I still need water. No, this is the well when my life changed. This is the well when my life started to be different. So when you come to Linden Alliance, you're not coming to a perfect church. I'm so sorry. You're not coming at all to a perfect church. You come to our church, they have this desire to know more about God. But as we walk, we fail. We make mistake. But we come again, we try it again, we go harder. We want more of his presence. Oh, we fail. Oh, we're going to keep trying. And here we are. And every Sunday when we come here, oh, you, you join us online. You, you're like, well, here I am trying. I'm committed. <laughs> I want to do this. I wanted to tell you an encounter with Jesus, a daily encounter with Jesus. But this is not one time. Sometimes, hour by hour, encounter with Jesus can change everything in your life. Do you need to have an encounter with Jesus? If the answer is yes, talk to me after the service. If the answer is yes, leave us a comment so we can talk to you and we contact you. If the answer is yes and you don't know how, you know, let's figure it out together. No question asked. We're not going to ask you anything. We just want you to move on, to realize there's something better for you, and his name is Jesus. It's very simple. Come to the well, renew your spirit. Come to the well, restore your soul. Jesus, we come and pray to you. We pray that you can help us. God, I, I just can't think of so many friends right now. They're struggling and, and, and they're like, ah. But I'm, I have these problems. I'm an addict. Uh, I just want to die. I have this. Oh, my life is a mess. I can't think of my friends. I pray, God, that you can meet them where they are. And you can come. You can restore them. Pick them up. <laughs> Sometimes pick all the pieces that are around. And, God, you can be restoration to them. And here, God, here we are. Sometimes thinking we have 
grow so much in so many areas and then boom. Holy Spirit, just come and minister to us in our lives. God, we want more of you and less of us. We want more of you present, more of your living water in us. God, I pray for a renewal of your presence. Those who are tired, those who are tired by the COVID, those who are tired in their spirit, who, those who are tired in their life, I pray for a renewal. And I pray that you can speak to them. God, thank you for our church. God, there's no condemnation. And we quiet the voice of the enemy, God, who want to bring all this stuff back to us. God, we stand here saying that we are free in your name. We honor you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Church, we're looking forward to see you. Do you, do you know there's people coming to church and uh, daily basis and they get together and um, uh, they use the coffee room for home group. If you want to start your home group, if you want to start a care group, a life group, uh, a well group, <laughs> just come, book an appointment and meet with two, three people and pray together. Be the support that we need. This is a time that we are growing as a church in an amazing way. So come, the building is yours. Don't, just don't sell it. But the, the building is yours. Come and use it. There's Bible starting going on Tuesday, on Thursday, other one on Saturday. People are finding ways uh, to connect and engage in the church. So we invite you to connect. On March 25th, we're going to have our worship night. Uh, so we invite you to come at 7 p.m. Registrations are open. Uh, hopefully by then we, we hear some better news when it comes to church's guidelines. So we, we move from 50 to maybe 500. And, 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 and so <coughs> we're looking forward to that. And um, so come to worship. Now, this is that time that you're going to, it's just worship. And you're going to connect with his presence and, and God will minister to you. Church, God bless you. God, enjoy the weather. If this time, uh, time change messed up your system, I pray that God give you the best nap ever this Sunday. That God bless you with the best nap. That when you wake up, you even wake up with a sick pack. That would be me. <laughs> God bless you. Have a great week. God bless you. See you, church. Take care. Bye-bye.